There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if I do say so myself. I've noticed that and I think our listeners have noticed too because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Don't worry. Hey. 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 It's, it's Carrie. And Lara. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to, to Sexy Unique Podcast. Tough Sicilian, Sicilian bitches. Two. Two. That's right. We're back. We're back. And we're doing Real we're literally of New Jersey season three. Real Housewives of New Jersey season fucking three. I'm sorry. We're going we're going straight forward. We had we were gonna do Love is Blind, and then we were like, Honestly, no. My love right. for Love is Blind was not blind, and I thought that I loved that show, but really it was truly excruciatingly boring. It was so... We tried. We looked at each other midway through, and we were like, we can't do this. We literally recorded about 30 minutes yeah. of a Love is Blind podcast, and, and Laura then, went, is this fun? Is this fun? Are we enjoying it? She do said, are you like having this? fun doing this? And I said, no. honestly, no. And I then we stopped. Either. 
And then midway through like the first day or two of the Corona panic, Laura texted me from Italy and said, (laughs) I'm in Italy right now. And I feel like the best thing for us to do right now is New Jersey season three. Yeah. It makes me feel safe. And you agreed. And I was like, fuck yeah. And I think it was always there. We just were maybe not admitting it. No. And I like, I really realized I'm not ready to walk away from these women. These women. I need these women in my life. I know. I wasn't ready to say goodbye. I wasn't ready to say goodbye. And I just didn't know where to turn. And really, the answer had been in front of us the whole time. Like the ghouls and high society and even lohan beach club like i mean granted there were only one season of Mm -hmm. of each of those but like i was ready to say bye to all those people they felt like they each came to their natural end but this i think season three will be a really good journey it's such a good season and it will get us through it's like let's just focus on what makes us all feel good which is these italian americans brawling with each other there's now a sister-in-law element yeah. that's going to cause such a stir. A cousin comes in. And honestly, I really think that I want to stand in solidarity with Italy. Yes. And the best way to do that is to cover Real Housewives of New Jersey season <laughs> To three. cover Italian-Americans living in North Jersey. Yeah. Yeah, I've had to take... I had to take to Italy. Lara took to Italy for some kind of soothing food supply a stock up journey which i totally love yeah and i respect it because i went to target thursday night and it was was it bedlam was it just everything was gone simon turned to me and said we're not coming here again no after we left it was there was this very muted panic but it was like entire rows were gone a whole area like where there used to be shelves was gone yeah people were just stocking up and everything all the in the pharmacy aisle every single cold remedy thing was gone insane nothing so that's a vibe that i truly like it i can't get down with it yeah and we bought a ton of shit and like people were i could tell the woman behind us was annoyed and i was like you know what and then we like got in the giant it was the one on la brea Mm -hmm. (laughs) la brea la brea (laughs) your favorite spot it is my fave but we there's a giant service elevator that takes you down and yeah. we were just on it with everyone and like I was like, you know, we're not coming here again. It felt that felt a little too like contagion. It was contagion. yeah. So I, we we stuck to uh Bristol Farms. Oh, that's a good it was, it was still a little like people were kind of looking at each other. But was it packed? Like, it wasn't like picked over. Like sh- whole rows were gone of stuff. No, but it was like there was a there was an urgency. It yeah, was, it was very chill and like it's kind of like a boutique grocery store. It's like a she she like. I mean, it's ex- it's an expensive grocery yeah, store. Yeah, but we got like some good deals and <laughs> got some good deals. <laughs> you got some good deals. But, like, I was it. It did give me an, enough anxiety because I was like. The guy at the cash register was like an older gentleman and yeah. he didn't have gloves on. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I was starting to notice like, why isn't he wearing gloves? And I was like, is that my thing? Is it, is it my right to even be judging him? But like, and then I was like, I'm wearing gloves right now. Do yeah. I look stupid? And then this like hot ass straight couple walked in, both wearing full like N95 masks and gloves. And I was like, all right. Chic. I don't feel that weird no you gotta do what you gotta do I, I walked into lars apartment wearing a mask yeah he walked in fully masked up with gloves so we're as of now we're gonna continue to pod together in person because 
Laura is also self-isolating. I'm isolating with my boyfriend. The three of us saw each other right before this happened. So you're one of the last people either of us saw. Yeah. So I, I feel we feel safe being together right now. And I'm keeping in contact with everyone that I saw at the show, like friends of mine that were there. And so far, no, so far, so good. So far, so good. So we'll do we'll gather for a podcast if if it comes to us having to do it remotely or remotely we're gonna find a cute way to do it yeah and it'll It'll be be chic um it'll be chic it'll be so fucking chic we're gonna make instagram live you know it's funny i was like not even in a pandemic would you could you get me to do an instagram live but now i'm seeing like lots of people that i respect doing it and i'm like Maybe I'll try that. I thought I was done with like a front facing camera talk moment. And then I realized <laughs> I'm just beginning. Sorry, honey. Sorry, honey. I, yeah, speaking of supermarket panic, I knew I had to go to Italy and go to a safe, expensive place right. where people wouldn't be like ripping pasta off the shelves after I went to Ralph's. After I got a hair touch up on Friday, because I was like, I'm not going into lockdown with highlights that I'm not in love with. So I got a little hair touch up, then went into Ralph's and then everything was gone. So I like, was it dark? It was dark. And I like panic. It was like low people in LA. No one like flips out, but you just understand that like the vibe of everyone is like desperate. It's passive aggressive panicking. It's it's like a slow panic. It's like right before things, the water boils, how Mm. it's just like little simmers. I also sent you a text that troubled you. Carrie went into a full place of new guys. Okay. I panic bought wheat thins. I give just me, grabbed them. Okay. I don't even eat wheat but thins. Give so, me give me one moment of this was that Friday. I've gotten to, please, before <laughs> we say this though, can you tell everyone that I've gotten better? Carrie's gotten better, but on Friday, I think was my lowest. That was my lowest day. Me too. And you definitely contributed to that a little bit with this one text that truly sent me over the edge. And then I knew that the truly the only thing that brought me back to a place of love and light was going to Italy and like not and and not responding to me, not responding, (laughs) and then like eating pasta by myself at the bar there and like having a glass of wine and then like shopping for some pasta. And then when you were ready, you then when I was ready, I circled back (laughs) and I said, "It's time to watch Jersey. It's time to watch Jersey." And also, I can't believe that you. (laughs) Carrie and I were texting. Can I tell them? Yeah. Okay. Carrie and I were texting on Friday, and it was just like about kind of how bad things had gotten because we'd already postponed our show. Yeah. Chicago and like such a bummer. We were such, supposed to be yeah, flying we were out supposed today. To be there, we're supposed like, to be there now. Now, like we would have by the time you're listening to this done <sighs> our show. Yeah. But unfortunately, that's now postponed and. We probably were, till August, by yeah, the way. Yeah, probably so. till August. But we're gonna but, we're figuring it out. We're trying to get on that stage ASAP. Yeah, we'll keep you posted. So we're texting, and I'm like, I don't like what's going on. Do you really think it's that bad? Like, I'm kind of freaked out. But like, what what's happening? And you were like, I think was like, I think this is gonna change the way. Like, it's gonna change our lives. Like, it's gonna be a different life. Like, and honestly, which I, is true. Which is true. And then you took it to the next level and you said, I just think it's going to be really traumatic when people start dying en masse. And I I literally just like put my phone down and then went into a place of dying en masse. Well, on Friday, it was like, you're getting the worst 
reports coming at you like you're seeing italy which is friday was an awful day friday was awful for everyone and like it is really bad in italy it was bad but it's also italy has the pop like the i think the most the highest population of like elderly people so that's why it's like i know part of the reason why it's particularly bad but carrie went into a place of dying on mass and i truly couldn't handle and you shouldn't have. That was wrong of me. And I, and, but I did apologize. <laughs> yeah, and it was fine. It's now it's a law. We can laugh about it very shortly. Were you after. mad at me? No, I was like, I was actually like, I was freaked out. But then like, we laughed about it, and it was fine. We lull, and I laughed. At, that's the thing. I can I can go to like a place of darkness about this, but then I start laughing at myself. Yeah, and you were easy to bring back to like a place of either neutrality <laughs> or a place of lulls. And like, so that comforts me because some people, aren't. some people are Corona really, you see people's like truest vibe, I think come out. My, my biggest thing is like, and I'm just going to say it. Just remember, it's not about you. Mm-hmm. Don't make a national crisis about you. And that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Don't make it about you. <laughs> I had to really, cause I've been fretting about this for months and I can't believe it's actually here. And it's, I didn't think it was going to cause this. Yeah, this is unprecedented. I think everyone is dealing. I think we just have to remember that everyone's dealing with this shit in the best totally. way that they know how and to their own personal capabilities of how to deal with it. But don't take it to an extreme where you cross into like toxicity don't and you're, get into and you're like, just don't dreading. Don't get in a place of dying on mass. And then dying don't take it past cute. dying on mass into like for me yeah th- this is so hard for me yes it's hard for you it's hard for everyone but like you know find the solution don't be you know what i mean try to find the solution and everything and like if you're feeling sad or scared for yourself a good remedy and i'm not being self-righteous i'm just this is what i've been doing checking with people yeah just saying hope you would you know sending love to you and your you know and your family or like whatever you know what i mean i love texting one by one vibe check with people and then we engage and they assure me that we're doing okay. They're doing okay. I'm like, I'm doing okay. I like to FaceTime with people. That's been really fun and kind of futuristic. My friends and I played um, heads up over FaceTime. Love it. It was great. Yeah. There's, if you're in a program of recovery, there's virtual 12 step meetings that you can go to that are amazing. Mm -hmm. There's such a great resource. They're happening all the time, like all day. Yeah. You need Zoom app for it. But there's lots of options to stay connected. If you're not with someone physically or you are and you still need like an outlet for friend vibes, you know what I mean? Like don't don't lose hope. Yeah. It's all going to be okay. It just is, feels scary and overwhelming right now. Because it's so new. Yeah. But... Don't dying in mass. Don't go into a place of dying on mass. You're allowed. I feel like you're allowed one. You're allowed one. You're allowed on one mass dying on mass text slash like day slash social media like spiral. If yeah, that's what you need to do. You get one. I haven't tweeted. I haven't. I have not tweeted that kind of shit though. No. Or on Instagram, I I got pissed because I saw all these fucking like people out at like the bar on <laughs> St. Patrick's Day slinging brews, and I was like. You know what? I needed to do it for myself. Yeah. Don't go to a fucking bar right now because you can't anyway. I can't think of somewhere I'd rather. You couldn't (laughs) pay me to go to a St. Patrick's Day bar celebration. 
in general, as it is, that's a no for me. But now with a pandemic. that It's like I'm always constantly looking for a reason not to go <laughs> to a St. Patrick's Day celebration. And that's just been my like... I think the last time I went to one was maybe in like 2013. And I was like, this is hell. It's never, I'll never ever enter this zone again. That is my place where I feel like we're all going to be dying on mass. So then I said no and have removed myself ever since. And now I kind of am enjoying this time of COVID wreaking havoc on a holiday that I've actively rebuffed for years. It feels right to me. You know what? It doesn't... I don't feel like... Maybe when I was younger, like I like the Irishness of it because I'm like fully yeah, Irish. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm not Irish, so I don't relate in that mm. aspect. But I've never felt like... I feel like it's a very hetero holiday. Soup it's become... Text. And I don't relate. And I'm... Like I used to love getting wasted on it and like doing like blowing Vivans. But like I don't like... I've never what felt there to do? a yearn to it. You I've always drink. had bad St. Patrick's days. Yeah. I've always blacked out. I've always like. I was always in Chicago or like the Midwest where it's freezing cold. <laughs> it would be freezing. And then like my seven friends would be like want to get together at like 8 a.m. Pound beers and then get on a party bus to go watch like like the Naperville parade or something. And I'm, I already hate parades. So that's two strikes. Yeah. And like, I'm I don't want to like go cold. watch the Knights of Columbus, like walking down with swords. I don't care about like the Elks club driving one after another, <laughs> the VA club, freezing of cold weather, Kelty and then McKenton's. like smoking a cigar. Like, no. So I went on a rant. I felt good. Everyone has their own Corona rants. I was just like, stop like do you need like you can slay slay those you know brewskis in the safety of your own home get fucked up in your own home just don't be like at a bar like spitting on each other yeah I, accident, I like kind of accidentally got fucked up in my own home last That's night great. and it was fun and then today i woke up and i was like maybe i overdid it but then it was fine. You can drink beer and do drugs if that's what you choose to do in the safety of your own home. Yeah, I actually don't think drug dealers are taking any time off. So like pray for them. Do they not ever? all of us can not all of us can stay out of the office. Drug dealers have to make their money too. So I'm sure they're willing to deliver you and some if, like <laughs> low grade blow. If and that's as, what you're really as craving. someone who's who's requested lots of low grade blow in my in my life. <laughs> If you think they're not out there, they're out there. Uh, so I'm sure there's a drug dealer <laughs> waiting for you to text. Yeah. Can I get an eight ball right now? There, don't fear not. There's always a, a drug dealer at the ready. Yeah, I actually would love to know. Like, are drug dealers is business booming for them? Have they <laughs> suffered like a corona recession? Right in. Right in. Are you actively getting dealt drugs and you're like living, laughing, and loving? your life are you is there a dearth of dealers like dearth. let us know sex unique podcast as gmail.com and that hashtag drug dearth dd dearth i'm actually sad because i didn't go to the dispensary and i don't know if it's still open i don't think anything's open okay that's fine except grocery stores yeah i mean maybe med men's open but i doubt it yeah we'll see um tom tom's closed tom tom's closed um you know things are just like slowly shutting down it's okay though but yeah there's lots of things i'm in the middle of before the 90 days 90 day fiance love 
me and Simon are obsessed with it. We are both obsessed with this woman named Darcy, who's a twin. Yeah, she looks like a queen. Did I talk about her? I don't think so. She's a twin. She has she, big tits and big blonde tits, hair. Big, fake, long hair. Love. She's from Connecticut. Love. She's very short. She wears like oversized blazers with no pants. Okay, I and, love like, that thigh high boots. And she's always dating a four. She was on the first two seasons with this fucking tool from Amsterdam who was emotionally abusive to her, who was 20 years younger than her. Mm-hmm. And then they had this horrific, tumultuous relationship and they're done. And then she weaseled her way into the two more seasons with this new guy from England. And she like, there's this amazing moment where she gets to Heathrow, gets into the restroom, takes like a 45 minute like restroom She does shower. like an Eileen Warnos shower. Mm-hmm. She squirts some... Oh. <laughs> Uh, perfume like up in, her, into her like cooch her cooch area and like <laughs> puts it all on her head and she's like and then she rolls into the restaurant and the guy doesn't get there at the airport and he arranges a car service for her and he goes i thought you'd want to freshen up before you see me she's like babe i just did yeah no 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 no, no. before she gets there he's like he's like you know you have bad people have bad breath and they get off the planes i was like wow yeah Anyway, and I've, I've, I feel like I feel this so strongly that sh- her essence and the way she looks is exactly how the erotica cover for Madonna erotica album looks. <laughs> just her, you know, that like, yeah, I can just see her listening to erotica. She loved it. Mm-hmm. It had a huge influence on her Rain. style. Anyway, oh. watch that show. I love that. I've been watching the Nick season two because i realized i never watched season two and i was obsessed with season one so i blazed through that i love clive owen clive clive owen is so fucking hot it's insane he just looks like he's really weathered looks like a big baseball glove big yeah he does he's like a baseball like like a a sexy catcher's mitt that came to life and kind of elongated and yeah just like paws and like big feet big fucking nose yeah and he has like wrinkles his like brow furrows he has like four brow wrinkles he just looks like he smells like he smells like cigs cigs and and like a wet raincoat and like yeah and kind of bo but it's good hot but like good cologne yeah fuck god i'm so into him i've since children of men oh beyond 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 since children of men i love derailed derailed i'll take it yeah he is number he and Ben Mendelssohn are currently fighting to the death for the number one spot on my hot list. Daddy. Ben Mendelssohn Sexy. I I'm into him too. Take it. I can't. The Outsider, take it. by the way, is fucking amazing. Watch The Outsider if you haven't. That's a good thing to binge right now. Um then go in a Ben Mendelssohn K hole. Watch Bloodline. Blood, ugh, bloodline i'm about to do that he had a movie with rooney mara that was like a play that got turned into a movie oh um that i'm gonna be watching this week it seems to be really dark subject matter i'm down he was in rogue one don't care so i don't really care about his like he has like a done a lot of like villainous action roles mm-hmm. he was in like ready player one busters yeah but i'm like i'm not i'm not here for that his ben lisp Nelson. his lisp lisp all over me daddy he i heard him on npr recently i just <gasps> happened to turn it on and he was being With terry interviewed. gross yeah yeah i read the whole transcript yeah. of that. <laughs> and he had his australian accent he has a slight lisp it's out of uh, control 
give me a lisp. I dated a guy in college that had a lisp. Really? I he, had a lisp when I was ben younger. Ben Mendelsohn, he kind of had like a lower mm-hmm. timbre of voice and a lisp. And he, it, it was, se- it, I was ho- like, I oh, think it's kind of hot. Oh, it's so hot. Um, I, think I want him to like. Ben w- is a big, uh, he's a big boozer and a big drug guy. Yeah. I think he's had he's had his battle. He's, he's had, had a rough his, patch. He's had demons. Yeah, and I, he just as recently divorced from his wife that he has a daughter. I think it's a daughter with or a son. He's a baby with her. <laughs> one one, one of or those. the other. But she's a writer, and so she wrote a big article or like an essay. I forgot where it was published, but she's also a published author. She has a memoir. And she wrote this article kind of about the end, this essay about the end of her and Ben's relationship. And I started reading it as like a hate read. But then by the end, I was like, wait, I'm obsessed with this woman. Like, it was good. It was really good. Was she like dragging him or? No, no. I mean, it was like, there's some tea in it for sure, but it doesn't come across like victimy or like. It's not like she's like airing him out to dry for like juicy. It's like right. really well written and like, like Jones thoughtful. Yeah, I was just like I'm into her yeah. whole vibe. I like that. Yeah, because she she is also she directed like an indie film with him and Jemima Kirk, and <laughs> he she was directing him in this film as their marriage was like crumbling. So Whoa. she wrote all about it. Very by the sea. I know it's really by the sea. Um. So yeah, Ben's single now, and I'm like, come get it. <laughs> Call him. I'm like, come let's over. FaceTime. He's in quarantine. He's in quarantine. I think he lives in LA. He does. <laughs> Success. Success. Um, love that for you. Who's number one on your hot list right now? Um, he's one of them. I'm featuring over I... fifty. I'm featuring like if you're. At, in the at-risk age group for Corona, come at me. Come at me. Um, I like him. I like. Um, I'm watching War of the Worlds on Epics. Oh yeah, Gabriel Burns in it. Who I, Oof. who I mean, he's he's like now in his sixties, I think, but he's still yeah. really sexy. Um, there was someone that I was just thinking of. Uh, I guess I've only been watching Ninety Day Fiance, <laughs> which is fucked up it seems to really be doing it for you though. but it's really hitting my like sweet spot and not i'm not really attracted to anyone on that show you're uh, just attracted to their energy i'm attracted to the messiness yeah but it seems peak messy there was someone that i just saw oh the guy who plays the invisible man the last movie you've ever seen the last movie i'll ever see ever, forever he is extremely sexy he was in the haunting of hill house on netflix chic um how old oliver jackson i think he's late 30s oh wow right whoa like whoa kind of a big that's a jersey energy in that picture right wow i kind of can't damn go invisible like there's a part and plow me he was in a gay romance series wow six three hello he's 33 hello um he's like carl from summer house oliver jackson cohen 
I'm triggered I'm on two levels him. by that name, but on one level, I'm not. I mean, wow. and he's invisible. He's in invisible. The There's a part though in the beginning when she's running away from him. I just love his his eyes. He's piercing. He's he like, good. He's a really good vibe. But there's this part where she's literally running from him in the beginning, and he's like, "Get back here!" And she's like, "Ah!" And she's running away, and like <laughs> there was a small part of me that was like, "Go back, go back." <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Totally kidding. Ugh, I could totally really kidding. go for an invisible. Totally man. kidding. It's gonna be on VO- VOD on. It's on VOD on soon. Friday oh. with the hunt. Oh my god! Yes, yeah. yes, daddy. Okay, my number one. He's my number one right okay. now. My number one is still Ben, but Clive is literally right under Ben, okay. and then under them is no one for years and years and years. They're the only two men I want. I would love to be in an old pancake sandwich with them. <laughs> you love to be a crepe. Yeah, they. It's not even a. It's not, not even like a pancake. A, it's a crepe. Like a, th- a little wrinkly. They're kind of thin. I'll be the Nutella in yeah. their crepe. <laughs> I was gonna say it, but I didn't. We were all you thinking said it, it for me. It's French. <laughs> it's French. It's speaking French. of okay, speaking of French. Speaking of French. We're going to Italy. We're going to Italy. And by that, I mean We're going the manor. To back to Jersey. We're back in Jersey, y'all. Back in Jersey. It feels so good. It feels so good to be here. Um, oh, I love it. Where is the manor, by the way? Uh, probably. I'm the, okay, so we start out. It's a few months after season two. Yeah. I feel like they just knew they, that went they right were in. in the gold. They were like, okay, Danielle's out. But the we have two ladies that we know are down, and so let's get them in the mix and start filming ASAP. Well, first, so in the credits we have two new additions: Melissa Gorga, who is Teresa Gorga's sister-in-law. She goes, Teresa Judice's sister-in-law. I live a life that most girls only dream of, which is actually true. She's married to Teresa's little brother Joey, mm-hmm. who's a star. Yeah, actually, okay, well, he's on the list. He's too. on the list. Yeah, and then Kathy, who is Joe and Teresa. Gorga's cousin? first cousin. Okay. Their parents are brother and sister. Wow. Their dad is her mom's brother. Everyone's related on this show. So Kathy's coming in. Kathy Wakili. Another she icon. She goes is an icon. She goes, People say I'm sweet, but I'm tough, so don't mess with me. <laughs> it's like okay. really they like chopped it together. I love But like, I'm sweet, so don't mess with me. <laughs> I'm obsessed people with say like, people's I'm... first like run around the block with their like taglines. They don't really know what's going on, yeah. so they haven't really gotten like a good tagline yet. People say I am. People sweet. say I'm sweet, but I'm tough, so don't mess with me. <laughs> <laughs> so we cut to them. They're at the manor. The manor is a giant banquet hall. My God, another banquet, another stadium sized banquet my, hall. My God, my God. The manor looks pretty chic. I think I rate the, the manor cute. higher up than the brownstone. I, the manor looks like it smells like meatballs and like. Oof. It just has a little more like ca- white carved energy. Yeah, it's a little. The, mount, the brownstone is so brown. Yeah, and the manor is more like white in their um, facade. What are, like. So, but what are the moldings? like thing, the moldings? Yeah, yeah. I'm really the manners moldings are doing it. For I'm me. into it. So it's Joe and Melissa's youngest baby son Giuseppe, aka Baby Joey. Baby Joey christening. It's a huge moment for Italian families, as we know from the last season. Mm-hmm. And 
they're having it at the manor and we get a few amazing glimpses of the brawl that's to come well we it's a flash forward so the whole episode is going to be a flashback that yeah, leads up which to this is when moment. you know something's good but we get to see an airbrush painting of joey that is exquisite exquisite he looks like an old man mm-hmm. and he looks perfect i love that art was, i love baby art it was probably whipped up in like two days because he was just born <laughs> By like, like a street artist yeah and like the boardwalk and like <laughs> at the jersey shore see, you know see uh seaside heights or something um teresa goes over she's not sitting at joe and melissa's table they're having they have bad blood so teresa and judice and their kids are on another part of the room Mm -hmm. teresa goes over midway through gorga joe and gorga melissa talking about how much she's annoying them yeah and she goes i just wanted to say hi to my brother just want to say congratulations again i know i sat in the church but congratulations and then kind of like awkwardly kisses melissa on the cheek she's like and melissa goes you're saying it now why are you saying it now and then melissa, joe, you know she's that bitch mm-hmm. and she says it in front of joe gorga and she mm-hmm. gets him just a little riled just up a little riled up she knows exactly what button to push and gorga goes i'm saying gorga because there's two there's yeah, so yeah, many yeah. fucking joes there's ev- literally everyone is now named joey joey gorga says just walk away, Tree. Walk away like you always do. Like you always do. And then Teresa goes, clutches her pearls. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? He goes, get away, you garbage. He goes, do what you do every day. Just walk the fuck away. You garbage. You garbage. Gia- and you know that you cannot call people garbage in New Jersey. Gia comes running over and tries to immediately pull Teresa away. Jesus, Mom, no! She's crying, trying to pull Teresa away. It's not working. And then... Teresa goes, why did you invite me then? And then all of a sudden, Gorga slams his hands on the table. And that's enough. People start screaming. And then everyone starts looking over. And then Teresa just starts like mouthing off, walking away. Joe Gorga stands up. He's fuming. He's staring at something. And all of a sudden, off screen, you hear, sons of bitches. Are you a son of bitches? And then it's Joe Judice throws a punch. Ready. How about a punch? How about a punch? How about a punch? He goes in and charges at Gorga and then the brawl begins and then they cut away. Yeah. So we know that this is leading up to truly pandemonium. Pandemonium. This is Corona level panic buying chaos. Flashback to a week earlier at Giuseppe's Pizza Parlor. (laughs) Giuseppe's Pizzeria. Teresa's like, we've fallen on hard times. Joe and Tree have gone through bankruptcy. It was the scariest time of her life, but she's really proud of Juicy Joe because he's gone from construction to the food industry. And and now he's in charge of this pizzeria, which is clearly a cash laundering. For sure. It's total money laundering, allegedly. And Teresa goes, we see her walk. She's all dolled up. Joe's in the back. He's making pizza he pizza he goes what they ordered lasagna <laughs> <laughs> i was like ew who the fuck is getting lasagna this like like pizza by the slice type of place it looks good i mean not to shit on that because i did grow up eating like only sparrow at the mall their big ziti was tr- my jam no so and there's I like a lot of order i just lasagna seems just so, so meaty and cakey to me <laughs> there's a lot of people there i mean it's packed Teresa's, but also we find out it's packed because Teresa's having a book signing. So we see Teresa goes, I love how she says it. She goes, um, I'm proud of my husband for working his ass off, but mama's bringing home the bacon. So Teresa is has a national bestseller 
book skinny, skinny italian. italian she has chunky bangs mm-hmm. and she's a sideswept chunky bang a sideswept chunky bang it's true sign of the times and she is hustling mm-hmm. she's out there she's doing book signings every night appearances she is she's raking in the dough signing headshots and doing meet and greets yeah you realize that she's having a book signing night at joe's pizza parlor so the crowds are aplenty and she talks about how fans give her like <laughs> Someone gave her a wooden cross. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> that's satanic. I said that woman wanted to protect Teresa against the Italian vampires. <laughs> hey, hold this up. When she, they come at night. Don't, she comes up and she goes, hold it, sleep it, is it under your bed. She goes, they come to your window. Don't let them in the house. <laughs> so now last season we had a werewolf. On the Blood Moon it's night? now the Italian the vampires. The Italian vampires. And the only people that can combat her are this woman's wooden cross and This Gia. woman is literally Blade. And the tomato witch. The tomato witch. And she goes, give it to Gia. Protect the tomato witch of all costs. Give it to Gia. She'll know what to do. Why are we literally Irish? <laughs> <laughs> oh, give it to Gia. She know what to do. She make the tomato sauce and use the wooden cross hanging above the, the pots of... Pasta. Give it to the tomato witch. Hanging above like a little crib. Well, a little, one of the some little cherry tomatoes on it. Drain some tomato well, and hang the wooden cross. Irish accent. She wants Gia to hang the wooden cross over her little pot of tomato sauce. And Gia goes, oh, the c- I feel the powder of the wooden cross. Let the fumes yeah. go up into the woods. The wood oh, soaks it up. Mm, sweet the, like sweet the red tomato. sauce. Uh, mm. The Italian vampires can come in. So Gia has to now smear Italian sauce over the doorway <laughs> to get into the Judice's house so the Italian vampire won't come and <laughs> take a, take away the baby. And if anyone's on their period, she has to lock them in the freezer. Because the Italian vampires the, will in, smell she, it. Yeah, she has to lock them in Joe Giuseppe's Pizzeria's walk-in freezer. Yeah. So she's always rounding up women on their periods and freezing them out. Oh, come on oh, in. Oh, come on in here. I know what to she do. Them and she goes, I got a pizza pie for you. Yeah. She goes, oh, you like a chocolate? I got a chocolate stromboli. Every 20 days, the, vamp- <laughs> the vampire appears. He walks to Tawako. <laughs> so, so she gathers up all the townspeople of, like, fucking mm-hmm. Wayne. Wayne or Tawako. 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 What is the Italian vampire? Is it, what does it look like? It's literally just Danielle in her <laughs> final form. <laughs> Which is Streganona. It's, it's, it's Streganona with squirt versus Streganona. It's an Italian Streganona with like thigh high boots and like a leather skirt. He goes, how about a punch? How about a punch? Danielle is the Italian vampire. She is. And she left the reunion and then she kind of like her body like went like. She went, she went oh. Like, it was like Natalie Portman in Black Swan. Yeah. And she's like growing her wings <laughs> and then her wings just burst out. And now she's like Billie Eilish in that music video. Yeah. Where she's just like covered in tar. She has black eyes. Yeah. And she goes, I've got to be quite honest with you. I'm hungry. I've got a taste for blood. I've got a hunger deep down inside that no panine can... You know, you know who else is the Italian vampire? Who? Kim D. Kim D. is a fucking... Vampire. Succubus. <laughs> she, Sorry, what? She wants a panine. She, when you want a panine, she has a thirst that no panine can ever quench. Again. Uh, ever again. It was... It's a, her thirst, it would take her 4,000 panines <laughs> to quench her thirst for blood. Um, so we cut to Albie and Chris are moving to Hoboken, which is currently on lockdown. <laughs> there's is a curfew. Hoboken there's, in specific. There's a curfew in Hoboken. I love, um, 
Hoboken really doesn't do it for me. That's mm. a part of Jersey that I could never visit and be fine with. I don't. It's a different. I don't scene. care for the name. It's a weird name. And I don't care Great for views. like. I don't care for being that close to New York. And being able to see it, but not being able to go there. It's a great, it has, it's probably really expensive now because of the views. Yeah. It's pretty. It's like hill, there's like houses on the hilltops. Okay. But I wouldn't live there either. I would just live in Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, but they want to live there. So they give Caroline and Albert Sr. and Lauren get a tour of the Brothers Manzo's new place. Albie. Clearly Albie's paid for by. Didn't, by the parents. Yeah. Albie's law school didn't work out the way he planned, aka he like can't go back to law school because he flunked out. Yeah. She dabs her eyes. She goes, Caroline goes, I want to die. <laughs> I was like, okay, you're dramatic. Yeah. You know, you're proud of him for moving on, but I want to die. I want to die. <laughs> it's like, whoa. And then they walk in and Albie goes to his mom, come here, old lady. <laughs> I love that. And then Lauren goes, Mom, you can see the Empire State Building. And Caroline doesn't acknowledge it, mm-hmm. which I was like, I relate. <laughs> Caroline goes, I picture my children leaving one at a time. One it's at not a time. me for a loop. Lauren is the lost child. Lauren, like, can't get, can't catch a break. No. No one gives her the time of day. No one invited her. I'm also her. like, why are you crying? Your sons are moving, like, 20 minutes away from you. Yeah. They're also in their 20s. Like, they're not going to just stick around at your house. I know. Caroline gets, starts getting weepy and she goes, You're on your own. <laughs> the drama. She also so, here come the waterworks. She's like, she's like, now all my kids are gone. And then Lauren goes, I still live at home, mom. I'm and she home. goes, Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, true. Oh yeah. She doesn't count. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William vs. Harry started. 
It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disentel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Are you ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? Give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos and you will rise to the top of the heap and you will be deified and worshipped for the rest of your days walking this planet. Because as anyone who with siblings know, that's the only goal on Mother's Day is to be the favorite. And if you're an only child, you're still competing with all your other extended family members and it's important to wage a war and come out on top. If you're an only child, you're also at war with yourself. So what you can do is get your mother or the preeminent mother figure in your life an aura frame. You load it up with photos. It's literally the easiest thing to do. And I know that you might be thinking, ew, digital frames are bleak. But I'm telling you, this aura frame is chic. And the best part is it has unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app so you can keep updating your mother or mother figure's frame with new photos. So it's the gift that keeps on giving and uploading. I gave my mom an Aura frame and she had resisted for so long because she's truly anti-technology, like barely even understands how to FaceTime. And I said, just let me, just let me. And I set it all up for her. I plugged it in. I fired up the app. I preloaded pictures on it, and now she's so into it that she figured out how to preload pictures and even runs it from her app, which is truly saying a lot because she refuses to download apps. She thinks everyone's spying on her, stealing her data, and the fact that I was able to break through, and she literally loves this frame, like loaded it up with pictures of her cat. I was like, we did it, Joe. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code SUP at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. 
Then we cut to the ultimate, I would say the ultimate scene. In the show? In the show, in the whole series. <laughs> okay. so I had forgotten that this merging of worlds even took place until you texted me. You were like, oh my God. Ashley has an internship at Lizzie Grubman PR, who, if no one, she was a gawker fave. Lizzie Grubman was a New York fixture. She was like the original like PR girl. Yeah. Like raspy voice, like blonde bitch PR Super girl. thin. Super thin. Just like, like stringy blonde hair. Yeah. Like Kelly Catrone, but like blonde. Mm-hmm. And she's most famous, though, for driving drunk. drunk in the Hamptons and backing, <laughs> running over people. She like she, drove her car she, into a building or like backed over people at a Hamptons event. She ra- she ran over sixteen people and <laughs> ha- got thirty days of jail time. She was facing up to like a decade in jail. And, I love a thirty day, just a cool thirty days. And apparently, she, <laughs> there's she really good articles about it online. You can read about it in like Page Six and then Gawker. I think. I think also Vanity Fair probably did like yeah. a whole thing about it. But apparently, as she was about to back into these people, she yelled out the window white trash <laughs> and ran them over she not she didn't just hit like a car no she ran over she people ran over a crowd of people she ran over a crowd of 16 people in 2002 iconic iconic a turn of the century like ramming but it didn't cost her her company because ashley still because she bounced back and then made an appearance on real housewives in new jersey so jacqueline goes to ashley's internship <laughs> she's proud of her she goes to pay to her a visit and she walks in and ashley's like oh my god mom she's what like you- hi what are you hi. jacqueline's like, like i want to see where you work i just want to see where you work she, and then Lizzie comes over and talks to them. Lizzie's like, hey. <laughs> She's fucking so ruddy. She goes, she goes ah, your daughter's amazing. Your daughter's ha- amazing. But she has to come into work every day. You have to come in every day. I was like, oh my okay, God. Okay, here we go. Then Ashley. Ashley and goes, it's hard to commute. Jacqueline and Ashley have a horrific conversation in front of her boss, Lizzie, and then some other random lady where Ashley is basically like, can I move? Can I have an apartment in New York City? And Jacqueline's like, no. And then Ashley cries. Well, first she says to Lizzie, she goes, are you paying her enough money? Are you paying her for this? And then she Lizzie goes, are you, goes pay- you must be paying her good money. And then Lizzie goes, she works for free. And then Ashley starts crying and runs out of the room. Which and then is Lizzie so- goes, she's amazing. <laughs> And then Lizzie goes and consoles her and she whispers in her ear, you're different when your mom's here. And I was like, whoa, what kind of like, this was a, this was a like good cop, bad cop scenario. Cause Lizzie also like, she clutches her. Yeah. She's like rubbing her leg and she goes, when I was a girl, I dropped out of college. I did nothing. And now I have a PR company. And she goes, no reason to cry. She goes, you're literally me. She says, I swear you're like a carbon copy of me without the violence. I was like, violence she pulled someone's hair i'm not so sure (laughs) and then i was like this is too much yeah but they have like i was like they definitely like blow coke together and like have picked up guys together yeah they've like fully gone out together yeah they've like accidentally done meth together yeah yeah (laughs) lizzie came up with like how you feeling how are you doing today that's like why ashley's so sad in this moment i'm like she's coming down like 
you're coming down off of last night's bender, with and that's Lizzie. why you were late to work today. With Lizzie Grubman with PR. With Lizzie Grubman PR. <laughs> God, I want a whole show about her. I need... Well, did she have a show? I Maybe. feel like she's... She might have had a show or there was something. Yeah. You should look into that because Lizzie is truly iconic. an icon. Do you remember when Gawker used to go after that other PR girl, like at Lauren Ashley or Ashley something? She was like the socialite PR person who they just like trolled relentlessly. I think I do. I miss like there were some miss- reality shows about PR. Like the Kelly Catrone obviously had her show. Hell on earth. But then I think there was another like PR girl show. By the way, Kelly Catrone wants to lead a global prayer against Corona. Hey, I love that. Um, Kelly Catrone has like, she has what it takes to get us through this troubled time. If you have to cry, go outside. That's what she said. I love it. She, Kelly is fucking no nonsense. She's like refuses to take shit from anyone. And then she also just was like always wearing a caftan these days. <laughs> and I'm relate. Um, I then Ashley takes to a diner where she keeps weeping. Chris comes and meets them and they're at some diner and like, like near the Holland tunnel or something. These people and, love diners or like midtown or no, it was the Lincoln tunnel, I think. So they're in like this terrible, like midtown diner. And do you think they watch that show? Diners, drive-ins and dives. Probably. Ashley's like, what? I just like, Chris is like, Ashley, we can't just give you an apartment. Like you have to work up to, saving money to buy and Ashley's like it's just like not fair she goes it's so annoying I have to wake up early go into the city and stay until six yeah and I was like welcome to life yeah and then Chris starts talking and Ashley goes I don't want to listen to you (laughs) and then Jacqueline is like then she really takes it to the next level. She's baiting her. She's fully baiting her. She's like Jacqueline them. also has gone through a full like body tighten up. She oh. everyone's had like a season three glow up. Jacqueline's Everyone. looking hotter than ever. She's lost a ton of weight and she knows She's on like diet pills. Yeah, and she knows she also is like way hotter than Ashley. And mm-hmm. li- I think she likes I think that's part of their competitiveness. Tension is because Jacqueline is so beautiful and Ashley is Ashley. And so, like, it would be really hard to have a mom that's, like, so much hotter than you. She's wearing, like, this strappy, like... Like, with a cutout, like, yeah. kind of above her cleavage. And, like, she looks like a Kardashian. So, uh, Jacqueline starts being like, listen to your father. Listen to your father. And then Jack Ashley's like, I can't, like, talk when she's here. So, Jacqueline goes, I'm going to... And then Chris... Starts kind talking of to Ashley. Over Jacqueline. And then Jacqueline's like... I'm gonna let you guys talk because you guys are clearly having your conversation. You're having your own conversation, and I'm just gonna let you guys talk. And She's my, I guess, my opinions the matter. And so starts she like tear up. So she she leaves sauntering her, down the West Side Highway. She walks down the street. Yeah, <laughs> she gets her little purse and puts her leather jacket on and just starts walking. She walked through the Lincoln Tunnel that night. Also, just she walked home. Yeah, she was her, like, "You guys are having your own conversation. I guess I'll just let you talk. You guys just talk. I'll walk." She walked back to Franklin Lakes. She literally walked 40 miles to Franklin Lakes. Yeah, she did. Then we cut to Teresa in a beret. (laughs) She's meeting Teresa or Jacqueline with her King Cavalier at like a pavilion. It's pouring rain. They go to like they go get together to go sit at a table. Yeah. Outside in like the pouring rain. Adriana's Adriana's with her and Teresa starts bitching about Melissa. Yeah. Tree and Joe Gorga are on the outs because of Melissa, pretty much. Teresa goes, I'm the one that always praises them. I'm like, 
He has a wife. Yeah. They have a they have a kind of a weird brother sister relationship. Yeah. How much older is Teresa than Two. him? Really? Mm-hmm. She looked a little older than him than that. I thought that she was like four years older than him. I think she. I think she aged in that. She aged quickly because of that. Even from a young age, she looks way different than she did in season one. Yeah, and even now, Tony was not a fan of Jacqueline's dog. Mm-mm. He immediately started barking and like wouldn't give it up. I love a King Cavalier, but her dog seems sad. They um, seem like a good match for each other, like. Jacqueline and him? Yeah. He like absorbed. I feel like he's a good like sponge for all her energy. She holds him. She holds him and clutches him. They lay on the floor together. She needed that dog. He's kind of like a pillow. Yeah. He's like a floppy. Like he's just there to absorb all her like. <laughs> Poor thing. Yeah. He's taken on a lot. Um, Teresa's so mad that Joe Gorga wants to give his wife more attention than her. Basically. Mm-hmm. That's a that's the crux of the issue like everything changed when he got married to melissa she goes i want you know when you get a sister a lot like i wanted her to be my sister and she wouldn't have it so i'm like oh okay yeah i don't that would be a really hard relationship to navigate and so then jacqueline's like well you didn't invite them to your book signing oh yeah and Teresa's like she goes are you supposed to invite someone to a book signing i'm like yeah like if you want someone to come to something you gotta invite them (laughs) then we cut to joe and melissa's house of horniness well first jacqueline's like finally getting Teresa to talk about their financial shit and she's like she's like are you guys being conservative about your money now and Teresa's like yeah she goes there's a light at the end of the tunnel and i'm like that light is the hallway leading under fluorescent lighting in a jail yeah the light at the end of the tunnel is literally you're actually just in jail yeah yeah you think it's a tunnel it's a tunnel to your jail cell (laughs) sad but true the light there is actually no light at the end of the tunnel because like as soon like they both go to jail then joe gets out of jail and is immediately deported to italy he starts fucking other women she's like fucking other guys the daughters are sad they miss their dad then there's coronavirus italy hits italy hard joe's in literal lockdown in italy in a high-risk age group and now they're all just like separated so the light that she's seen at the end of the tunnel is like not not light it's an optical illusion it's the opposite of light yeah so at the 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 Manor Gorga, Oof. we see Melissa and she goes, I'm living the American dream. Thank you, Jesus. She goes, I tend to be very spoiled. So what? Then we cut to their insane 15,000 square foot home. and Their house is nice. It's really nice. I like their house. Gorga starts rubbing lotion on L- Melissa's foot and then like starts inhaling her toes. I was so... <laughs> I truly just stopped everything I was doing and... I like I can't handle how hot Joe Gorga is. And they're so hot for each other. They're so hot for each other. He's just like crazy. He's crazy he hot like, for her. He has like un He touches her little like petite perfect little feet and like wants to sniff them and like lick them all up. And he's like let me put that lotion on your butt. And I was just like I like went cross-eyed. I can't handle it. I'm gonna have a hard time. No, he's totally like his unabashed 
sexual like openness. He is the sexiest guy ever. Yeah, he's really hot. He's five he's, five. You know, he's just like he's five, like five five five, and like just a basically a mound. Yeah, he literally is just like a little horny hill. He's like a bust of something. Mm-hmm. He's like the Hulk bust. God, my dream. And just like on the floor with his wife, like smelling her feet. I love like little compact hotties yeah. that are like mm, like a little mean. And yeah. like they just are want to smell your feet. But he has like these beautiful, like He's beautiful. He has these beautiful, like soulful eyes. They're like an old soul. He is. He literally has lived like a thousand lives. And Melissa loves it. And Melissa's lo- and she's so <laughs> hot too. They're both really sexy together. They're both so hot together. Um, so we just see them like their home is huge. We see a photo of Melissa's pregnancy. And we're, <laughs> she's, her daughter is looking at her giant. She's <laughs> she's, na- she's nude. Her, she's nude co- with one arm draped across her breasts and then her huge pregnant belly. <laughs> and her daughter Antonia. Her daughter's, like looking Antonia looking up at her. Their kids are gorgeous. Their kids are sending. They're, they're a little more. They're prettier than me. Melissa goes. <laughs> Joe is not only hot, but he's one of the best developers. And I was like, God, yeah, he is both. He's not only hot, but he's one of the best developers in the country. Yes. In New Jersey. Baby, then it has baby Joe and Tree in a flashback. And Tree looks just like Gia. It's insane. It is. Those jeans travel. And then Joe Gorga and Melissa Gorga's kids are named Antonia, Gino, and Joey. And I love naming a kid Gino. And Melissa goes, I, Joe expects, she goes, I was raised to be a cook in the kitchen, a lady in the parlor, and a whore in the kitchen. A whore in the or bed. A whore in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa goes, I was raised to be a, a cook in the, the kitchen. Ki- uh, I said a whore in the kitchen. A, a lady in the parlor and a whore in the bedroom. Joe demands Melissa to have a hot dinner on the table every night. That's, I mean, honestly, if I had a husband like that, I would allow him to be like that to, to me. gender you. I would fully, I would do it when he's like, she's like, Gino, you made a mess and like is cleaning up and he goes, don't clean up. That's the lady's job. I was literally like, yes, daddy, I will clean. <laughs> You're like, on the your... women clean. Yeah. I'll, and then I'll, I'll you, clean daddy. I'll clean it, daddy. And then Ugh. she says, I, I do this because I love Joe and I love how hard his work ethnic is a work ethnic. And then Joe goes, don't tell. She doesn't know this, but she's my hero. I love her worth ethnic. (laughs) They love each other's worth ethnic. He says worth. I love them. And then we see Kathy, Wakili. She comes over and she's part of the Gorga family. Yeah. And she's tighter with Melissa. Melissa. And she's kind of like anti-Tree. Tree and her used to be like sisters, but they had a falling out because as we learn later, Kathy's husband Rich is a successful like broker and he's like, an, he's really good with money. And he tried to help Teresa and Joe or before their downfall. He said, I think you guys are spending too much money. Mm-hmm. Your overhead's going to be insane. Like you're going to go bankrupt. And they, Teresa got mad. So she stopped talking to them. Oh yeah. So I think Teresa has that problem a lot in her life where she just gets mad and she like has a lot of falling outs with people. Yeah. Anyway. 
Anyways, everyone's gearing up for baby Joey's christening. And Melissa goes, I just can't wait to welcome my son into God's kingdom. Yeah. She's obsessed with God and Jesus. And honestly, she makes me kind of want to be obsessed because I'm like, if you're really like, it seems to be working out really well for you. Yeah. Kathy goes, she goes, I don't know what happened to me and Teresa. She goes, we used to be close. <laughs> and then she goes, and I don't, she doesn't tell me anything anymore. I text her. I say, how you doing? She says, I'm fine. If I were her, I wouldn't want to leave the house. I know. She goes, I gave her a call. Kathy- Kathy's very much like, she kind of has like a soap opera energy. To totally. Her. Joe goes, my blood has done me wrong. <laughs> Because Joe's basically like, other than Kathy and Richie and my family, I don't have family. Yeah, because his family's shitty to his him. His parents don't talk to him, really. Rich and Kathy are husband and wife. Wait, and Rich Kathy is said iconic. That, Kathy said one time, she, she goes, I had a conversation with Teresa once where Teresa just said, family sucks. <laughs> and I went, whoa. Oh. All right. Family sucks. Family sucks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Neat. Good take, Tree. Rich. Rich, I love. He walks in, he goes, it's fish night tonight. He goes, make some clams. He's like really dying for Kathy to make clams. And she goes, I brought, for the first time I brought Rich around, my dad said, everyone just assumed he was Italian, but really he's Lebanese. That's- and my dad said, Kathy, he doesn't even pray to the same God. And I said, you're forgetting Jesus is Middle Eastern. And I was like, touche. Yeah. Also, like, Woke. they do all play the same God. I know. I love, like, Catholics being, like, no. Catholics love to just shut it down. Yeah. Kathy, then we see have this, like, prime of Miss Jean Brody shit where Kathy's, like, on a bicycle going into town to market. This was my one of my other favorite scenes. She goes, clams, strawberries. Yeah. As she's, like, muttering to herself on this bicycle. Yeah. And then you see her, like, kind of bopping around this, like, supermarket yeah. and then she's wearing like a poochie scarf and then she goes you know i'm into veggies and so many women are afraid of vegetables i love that and like it turns she's like talking to, to this a grocery store worker that's just like kind of confused why she's cornered him and yeah. is like saying this to him she also gets beeped out on the way there and she's waving to people she just can you imagine just seeing kathy wakili in like a sun-drenched road riding her bike i would love it she it's so wholesome it is it's a really wholesome italian content her whole family is wholesome her kids are like cute as hell and like they're they just seem like they're like friends with each other they like get along they laugh she walks into her son joey's room and he's so sweet and he's hanging on a bed with knives he loves knives. Kathy goes what do you look at you on the bed with the knives always with the knives on the bed and he just goes <laughs> <laughs> victoria and joseph also kathy has like a mullet kathy also said that she goes they fight they're not perfect but they're good siblings and she goes you know, recently, me and my sister Rosie got into it, and I, I think I ended up pulling her hair. But and that goes, night, we sat down and had dinner together. <laughs> I love, like, you're, like, physically assaulting each other. I was like, ooh, my red flags are raised. Uh, Caroline, I'm literally wait, always trying to just explain to people their levels of assault on each other. I know. Bravo liberties love, like... Why don't you give her a beating? Why don't you beat her? Caroline, we cut to Caroline's home and she's with her kids. And she goes, she goes, things might change, but we always have family dinners on Sunday. And then she goes, generally we cook Italian. 
But tonight we're doing Southern. Yeah, she goes. She goes. If you're from Arkansas and you open a, a thing of pasta, you probably think it's Italian. <laughs> she goes. Yeah, people unless from Arkansas Poly- open a jar and think it's pasta. She goes. Unless you're Paula Dean. <laughs> like that age well. Oh. Caroline loves her son so much more than Lauren. I know. She's obsessed with them. She loves them. Her and Christopher. Okay, I realize now I like Christopher. I I've been banging this drum. I know. Since last season. But I like 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 him. Like I think you'd be fun. He seems like a loller. Yeah. I love his like Cajun accent was actually making me lol. Him and Caroline have like a cute inside joke together where they leave each other voicemails talking in like Cajun gibberish. That's funny. It is funny. Albie's pissed. Albie hates anyone getting attention other than him. It would be difficult, I think, to have Caroline Manzo as your mother-in-law. I think she would be a really tough mother-in-law. If you're the, a woman coming in yeah. with one of her sons. With one of her sons. Yeah. She's uh-huh. going to be up in your business. And making you feel like you'll never be... You'll never be good enough. And she's going to try... Wait, you'll never be me. Hey. I just want you to know. She loves Vito because he's a boy. Yeah. She can control That's fine, him. fine, yeah. Um, she can, she, like, mother him. She also shames a lot of mountain people. She hates mountain people. She, she keeps talking I'm about referencing their, like, mountain su- people. They're southern. Like, her idea of what the south is ranges from, like, the northern Appalachia all the way yeah. down to, like, Arkansas. It's not like, like deliverance. No. I'm like, honey, get a grip on, like, Leave what New Jersey. the southern. Yeah. Leave North Jersey. Geography. Yeah. She goes to... Christopher didn't go to college. He doesn't have. He didn't have that that woo time. You got to keep him in line, Albie. I love. He didn't have the woo time. Yeah, we all need a time of woo. My mom used to say, "You just got to get your yayas out." You do yayas. Yayas. That was like a Rolling Stones album, wasn't it? Maybe. Get your yayas out. Um. Then we got to the day of the christening. Melissa's all has two older sisters who were like. <laughs> I'm sorry. They're like the hag versions. Of yeah, her. they're like the evil stepsisters. Like they're like cute, but like Melissa's clearly like the beauty of the family. The hot one, yeah. yeah. Melissa's glam is really bad in this. Like with like a, it's like a dusty, purpley, like Caftan. eyeshadow, and then like a nude lip. Like it's just really washed out glam. I'm like I like that she gets it together later on. Yeah, and she does really turn it on. Like that little like circus rhinestone top that she's wearing. I told you I interviewed her. When her and Teresa? Oh yeah, for paper. Yeah, right? they looked very chic in person. I mean, they're hot IRL. Melissa was not as friendly as Teresa. Yeah, um, I could say hey, everyone, even her own sister Lisa, Lisa. Lisa said to Tree, I know Melissa can be a cold bitch sometimes. So I guess that's just like Melissa's vibe, yeah. which would be hard if you're like so close with your brother and you just want to have like a lol with his wife. And then she's like a hot bitch. Mm-hmm. That would drive me pretty crazy. She's the youngest child of her big family. She's the youngest child of a big family, like a little princess and then like really hot and then bitchy to you and younger than you and younger than you. Better tits. It would be difficult. Then we cut to the Judice Manor, and Melania's getting her hairs pulled, and she's screaming in agony. She goes, ah! she's hey! She goes, hey! hey! Watch no! it! 
Hey, watch it with the scalp. It's my scalp sensitive over here. Hey. Hey, what we the fuck we getting ready for anyway? Yeah, what we the fuck we doing? What? I just went to one. She spits out some tobacco. <laughs> give me a cigarette. Yeah, get in here. Daniel, get in here. Yeah, give me a cigarette. shut the fuck up. She says to Gabriella, who's screaming in the corner. <laughs> Gabriella was not featured enough in this Mm-mm. episode for my liking. Also, was Gabriella dressed in like a full black outfit and the other three were in like white? No, she was pink? in pink. Oh, okay, with, good. She was in magenta with... And then uh, Adriana, Adriana, run, Adriana tries to like throw herself down the stairs. She like kamikaze. You see Teresa run. Her Teresa's gay hairstylist goes, Adriana's on the stairs. And you just see Teresa run through their palatial like top floor. Mm-hmm. Grabs he's the gay hairstylist scoops up Adriana. I Teresa, got her. I got her. Daniel saving the day. She goes, and then he goes. Teresa's freaking out because her makeup artist isn't coming. And, and Daniel goes, you think she's keeping her overtime in Melissa's to make you late? Mm. I was like, Way to stoke the flames, yeah. Daniel. Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Evelyn, the hairstylist, is at Melissa's tending to her needs. And then baby Joey is being dressed. He looks like a magic baker. He's a full-blown chef boyardee. <laughs> and Melissa keeps going, oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And then we have... Then Daniel just has to tend to Melania. Like, he's literally put her hair in, like, a thousand curlers. And you hear this. (laughs) Screaming for mommy. (laughs) Mommy. Mommy. Mamma And then... uh, Then the Gorgas, they're dressing... They all dress the baby, the godparents... They dress the baby and then they're taking him to the the church. And Melissa goes, "Are you ready to go to Jesus's kingdom?" I was like, "What are you gonna kill?" Him? I was like, "What <laughs> the fuck? Are you, what? What? You're getting ahead of yourself, yeah. lady." Then we find out that Joe Gorga doesn't spend much time with his father. No, because and so that like there's tension there, but we'll find out why later. And meanwhile, Teresa and Joe's house of horrors. Joe has the runs. Joe has the runs, and he cannot, like, he's shitting so much, he, like, can't make it out of the house. He's just walking around shirtless, too. He keeps going, I don't know, tree? I don't know, tree? Gia, at one point, Gia's leaving to go to her gymnastics competition, and she's going to come to the party later, and she looks up, and she goes, Dad, can you put a shirt on? And he goes, "Mm." someone, tree goes, show us your muscles. don't sexualize your husband in front of your kids. You don't think that's okay? Not like that. Not like a show is not like show us your muscles, but just being like. No, that's cute. I'm talking about like look at daddy and his shirt off. Like, I don't yeah. know. I think it's a little. Yeah, that's weird. That's it's a little weird. weird. I'm learning. Ba- <laughs> hey, good to know these boundaries. I ha- yeah, everyone has to learn boundaries at some point. Um, um, yeah, I was like, even Tony Soprano didn't walk around with his shirt off. He at least just put an undershirt on. Yeah, just put a wife, just put a wife beater on. Yeah. Um. At one point, she goes, "I don't know tree." How's your stomach, Joe? And he goes, "I don't know tree." He's lifting like his a wheelbarrow full of he's the rock. kind of guy that like once their bodies start shutting down on them they need to go like lift a rock somewhere you know what i mean like he's, he takes to the garage to go like move a wheelbarrow around they're so late so Teresa grabs melania and gabriella and her her nanny and they drive off and she leaves joe with baby adriana and they're gonna come later mm-hmm. and she goes to joe in a pissed off way how's your stomach joe and there's like rage in her eyes yeah goes, she's not happy and he goes i don't know tree <laughs> i don't know tree 
She walks into the church late. Giuseppe has already gotten baptized. Melissa totally reads it. She goes, <laughs> Teresa's running late because Joe didn't want to come. And I was like, damn. Ooh. And Ter- then she goes, but that bitch will never miss a party, especially when someone else is paying for it. Also, Teresa tries to come up to the front and slip in like she'd been there the whole time. Mm-hmm. And she's going, ooh, with the baby and the family. Yeah. And they're like not having it. No, they've got her number. Also, shots fired right off the bat. The free party. The free party. <sighs> then we get into the manor where paintings of baby Joey are plenty. Mm. Artistic renderings of little chef Boyardee joey joe it's so cute him dressed up as a football they love dressing him up as like objects and animals um yeah the parties it's like basically like your run-of-the-mill like christening party you're just you're seeing richie and kathy are there kathy explains that richie Teresa didn't like that richie or Teresa explains that richie was trying to help her budget her money yeah and and she was like pissed off at him so she cut them out I love Melissa's like at the buffet and she holds up a piece of, she holds up like a piece of meat and she goes, Joe, lobster. (laughs) I was like, I love that. That's me at the buffet trying to really get my friends excited about the buffet. Oh, she's proud. Lobster. Teresa. uh, Joe Judice Judice is acting like a dick. Teresa walks in and she goes, "There's there's only like 150 people here. There were definitely 250 people at our christening for Adriana. I don't even know 250 people. Yeah, I was like, looks like there's a lot of fucking people there. Looks pretty packed. He, he walks in, he goes, she goes, has his stomach? And Joe goes, it's good. Fine. He, he refuses to take a shot with Joe Gorga, which Joe, is the first. He invited him. He he gave him a hug. He gave him a kiss. And he said, want to. Let's have a shot. A celebration of my son. My son's, my son's day. And, and Joe blows him off. And then Melissa's brother-in-law, Joey, who's married to his, her sister, who looks like a hot Lisa? porn star. Lisa. He, L-Y-S-A. He starts going, I'm your brother. Yeah. And he's, Take a shot with me, your real brother. So then, and then Lisa kind of sidebars to Melissa and she goes, should be interesting. Everyone in the same room. Uh, at one point, Teresa runs up to joe judice and she's like come dance with me and the baby and adriana and joe's like i don't want to dance and i was like you suck he's a bad guy Teresa looks and she just waves her hand at him and takes and runs out Teresa is trying and i think joe judice is the real reason why i think joe judice has put like caused such a wedge in their family yeah because he's shady he probably poisons her ear about Melissa. Poisons her ear about Melissa. Poisons the, her dad's ear about her brother. Yeah, that's we find out that Joe Judice has been trying to slowly turn uh, Teresa and Joe Gorga's dad against Joe Gorga. And then amidst all of this is like the reason that they're bankrupt. Yeah, he's like, he's he said Joe Gorga works too much. And Melissa goes, yeah, he works a lot and we pay our bills. Yeah ouch the truth hurts and also it's like okay joe judice has been like steering the ship for this long obviously it's like crashed and burned and now Teresa is the one taking over and like is worlds more successful than he's ever been um Teresa is on the dance floor and she goes all i wanted was for joey to grab me <laughs> and, and like dance with i was like like joe gorga yeah 
She keeps being like, I tried to look at him and make eye contact, and then he just turned away. She was like, it breaks my heart. And Joe Gorga says that Gia's birth was the best day of his life. And he's he's her godfather. He's her godfather, but things have never really been the same since then. It's sad. It's sad. Gia comes running up to him. They, they have a cute relationship. She he loves her. He's like, no matter what I go through with her mom, like I'll always be there for her. And I think he's like more of a dad to her than her dad. He seems more or like, more love, like effusive. He's like affectionate, effusive, like emotional. Like Joe Judice is always like threatening to like kick you in the butt. Yeah, he's he's sensitive. Joe Gorga is not afraid to show his sensitivity. His emotions. Oh God. Um, oh. We see, we see uh, Teresa and Joe Judice are now dancing with joey baby joey they somehow get their claws into baby joey for the photo op yeah for a photo op and are like dancing with him on the dance floor melissa's pissed and then this woman with blonde hair just comes over and goes joe put your put your hand on your wife like that you know and then you see Teresa full momos she smiles (laughs) i was like you just baby napped your nephew yeah and also like you cannot speak to Teresa judice that way because she will go immediately into a place of momo she you just see her like awkwardly go (laughs) and then of course she decides that it's now time for her to go say hi to someone and when Teresa says hi to you she's looking to brawl so we got we cut back to the very first scene she goes up to joe and melissa and she wants to congratulate them and then all obviously it ends up with judice throwing a punch and chaos ensues I also Joe Gorgo was drinking this like red liquid and I was like, is he on G? It looks like he's like <laughs> he's swirling, swirling. He's also insanely fucked up. I like know. he's like very, very drunk at this point. Like you have to be pretty drunk to be like, walk the fuck away yeah. like, in the first place. And then Teresa leaves and Joe Gorga or Joe Judice comes out swinging like a fucking bull in a China. Sons shop. of bitches. Sons of you son of a bitches. <laughs> He and goes, then, I'll kill every one fucking one of yous. Also, this mystery woman grabs <laughs> Joe Judice, flanks, like, drapes her arms around him and pulls him away. And she's like, she has a strapless dress on. She looks like she's like, I think she's like in her 50s. Who is she? I, I guess she's like a friend of the family or something, but she's... She looks like face. they're slow dancing. <laughs> she has her face... Right just, in front of it. I have to show you this picture I took. Wait. She's hugging him tightly. It's like a woman that won't let go. To like quell him. The fighting starts. There's a huge mob. Women are getting thrown. Melissa, it starts like someone holds her back. and She's like trying to get in to defend her husband. She's screeching. Um, the cameraman gets like pushed over onto the ground. Yeah, Joe Judai screams, I'll kill every one of yous. I'll kill every fucking one of yous. And then there's a shot of a dangling crucifix. Everyone also is wearing a cross. Yeah. I love like all these like Christian people truly resorting to like blood violence. She goes, uh, she was like, of course you're going to start a fight with all these men. They're all going to get into it. And she goes, and this isn't a crowd that you want to start a fight with. And I was like, no shit. No, they will kill you. I swear to God, someone said, did someone get the gun? Probably someone had a gun there. Yeah. It's very mob. I'm just saying it. I'm it's sorry. mob and also it's like, 
you know one of those guys is like has an open carry permit or something yeah. like they they would love to just like have a gun and you should get the gun away from a bunch of heated guys that are brawling that are also drunk and that woman just draping over the woman's literally hugging joe judice for Therese is trying to get to him and she won't let her no she won't let her and then some guy with his face blurred out stands up on a table and he goes this is a kid's christening and starts screaming at everyone and then <laughs> kathy goes i look over there and I, I grab gia who's crying and i grab her and i take her and then i look over and there's a stroller and i see it's baby adriana so when you're a mother the first thing is where are all the kids and like you see melania like trying to like situate adriana and i just like that's the hardest thing about watching this is because it's just like these there's children poor children like Melania was trying to sit, get her to. Yeah, she, she was, was like, like protecting her. Yeah, and I was just like, that is like that's true trauma. Like yeah. for Gia to be put in the middle of like two adults like fighting and then watch it like come to blows. Like wow. she's also just so stressed out by it, and it's like you can't put children in that situation. I didn't realize Melania, Melania was like being a big sister with. I know it was really cute. She's like, hey, these people, <laughs> hey, I'll protect you. Come on, baby. She goes, got the gun. I got it right here in my fucking diaper. <laughs> she takes out of her little pull-ups. Yeah. <laughs> it's a silencer. You she ever, goes, she goes, you ever, you ever hear one of these? In here. Touch it. You can't hear it. <laughs> I stole it. Ooh, she's trying to peekaboo. <laughs> she's just like playing, having Adriana play with the gun. She's like, don't worry. This will shut people up real fast. And then uh, Joe Judice's sister, God, there's so many of them. There's so many. Grabs Joey Gorga and she goes, Joey, Joey, stop, Joey. And, and he goes, your brother's a piece of shit. And we find out that Joe Judice has been like low key palling around with Teresa's and Joe Gorga's dad and basically like just talking shit. And formed an alliance with him against Joe and Melissa. Yeah, so he's like King Leering Joe Giuseppe Gorga against his own son. And like he goes, You work too much. He, he worked, worked he, he works, works too, too much. much. And they also like so then also Joe and Teresa's dad, like Papa Gorga, is not well. Like he like has a heart problem. Yeah. And so he starts getting into the mix and he starts brawling and then I guess like gets out of breath and is white and has to be taken to a corner to calm down. And they like try and like separate everyone. Yeah. And then now comes the part where peak hotness is reached and everyone's just screaming Italian. Like they've yeah. gone back to their native tongue, which is, you know, when they're like heated. And Joe Gorga's in a corner being held back and he's like, animales, like yeah. calling them animals. They cradle him in the kitchen at one point. All the men are like touching him and they're like, where are your brothers? Where are your real brothers? And Joe's like, oh, it's just, and he's like, he's like oh. crying, like breathing heavy and sweating. And I was just like, take me now and Teresa just keeps running around going where's my mother where's my mother where is she and then so the judices are all leaving she has she's with her parents and then joe gorga storms up to them they try and give the dad water to like calm and she's like you want some water and he goes i don't want no water i don't drink no water <laughs> i don't want no water and then and then <sighs> joe gorga gives truly what should have been this is like an academy award moment he There's, runs up to Joe, to his father, and he's basically like, I'm your son, and you're 
you don't treat me like I'm your son. Mm-hmm. And he starts crying to his dad. He's scream crying, begging his dad to just like see him. Yeah. And he goes, uh, you're my father. He goes, you're my father. You're my father. And he's, yeah! he's cr- like full crying. And his dad, his dad goes, I'm proud of you. <laughs> and then he just goes, and then Joe Gorga goes and cries to his mom. Yeah. Because he's, he's walking away with his mom and his mom's like, I love you. And then he goes, his dad, his fucking dad goes, go cry to your mother. Yeah. And I was like, just like, great. Fuck. Fuck off. And then you see Joe Judas in the parking lot. I'll fuck that kid up. I'll fuck that kid up. Melania's like, yeah, dad. Yeah. yeah you tell him, dad. Yeah. That I was a mess the in there, dad. That was fucked up in there. That was fucked up in there. That motherfucker. That motherfucker, You could have taken him. You'll take him out next time. One punch to the head. I'll help you out. I'll help you. You just grab me. I'm your backup. And then... Then... On to the next. But what a way to kick off season three. Oh, they they went there. They fully went there. And then they guess they just never stop. No, I think... think I think I watched all of season three. I think but again, they were like, I just black it out. The christening happened and they're like, we got to go. Mm-hmm. We got to just like go from here. That's insane. It's a, it was a full and it was real. Well, yeah, it was real. It you, wasn't that concocted. Is like not staged. You can also tell that like the cameramen are in full blown panic mode. Like yeah. one of them, there's like shots of one of them, like running chaotically through the room. There's a fall. There's a fall. Someone gets like pushed over and like beat to death. That was not a chill vibe for christening. What happens in season three? What all is going down this season? Melissa versus Teresa. Mm -hmm. And then we see, we start to see the fall of Teresa, Jacqueline and Caroline's friendships. Okay. Wow. And Kathy and Teresa's drama. And then their trip to Mexico. I think that's Mm -hmm. harrowing. Is that when Melissa's like, I'm walking in blood. Yeah. I'm walking in blood in my Gucci's. Yeah. Love that. And Gia's in- infamous song that she sings. Her sad song was this yeah. season. Oh my God. An iconic moment. And yeah, Teresa's book comes out and a lot of tea is spilled about the recipes, what she, what she thinks of Caroline and Jacqueline and oh, their children. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's a, it's a good season. Well, they go on a, the Judices, Wakili's, and Gorgas go on a family retreat. Ooh, shit goes down. Let me just say. Well, well thank you so much for being here in this time. In this time, of our st- own chaotic pandemonium as a country. While you're quarantined, follow Lara at Lars Marie on both Twitter and Insta. Follow Carrie at eCario on both Twitter and Insta. Again, our shows for Chicago, and New York are probably going to happen at some point in august yeah they're postponed nothing is canceled everything's getting postponed if you've bought tickets to the shows and you want to just hang on to them your tickets will be totally honored when we announce the new dates but if you want a refund you can contact the venue and they will process all refunds great then you can just buy tickets again when the shows get announced but it's up to you how you want to handle i'm we're both bummed out about it, but it's just what needs to be done. It's the it's the safest option. And then we're gonna come back bigger with and ven- with better than other. Yeah, with ready to law with you guys. Um, in the meantime, all the merch that was going to be available at the shows is now available online. So if you go to Lars Marie 
com and then click on merch in the top right hand area you can order merch buy it buy it get comfy it was designed by carrie's boyfriend simon j haas simon j haas an artist true artist a true professional artist he helped us design it it's got his touch on it so yeah and it's beautiful it's beautiful it's a, it's a crest it's sexy and unique it's very much our pod yeah it's all of you we all did this together we did it together so yeah check that out and then we will be back we'll be back love you love you Bye. Bye.